Tonight, Disney Day, the comic edition. Plus, Warner Brothers moves its movies online for 2021, and we remember Squiggy actor David Lander. All that and more on the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello again and welcome to episode 107 of Multiverse Tonight. I'm, of course, your host, Thomas Townley, like I've been for the you know, last 107 episodes. And uh, again, there's really nothing I need to say here at the beginning of the beginning of the show. Uh, you know, it's the dead of winter, snow is outside, you know. Work's been busy. You know, there's really not a lot. You know, we're just kind of waiting for people to get vaccinated and society to get back to normal. You know, the next president to be inaugurated, things like that. You know, so uh, why don't we just cut cut ahead, go ahead, and start with the Marvel news. Now, Disney Day has been, you know, a wealth of information and uh, no no bigger wealth than Marvel's news. Uh, now, first off, there was a new WandaVision trailer. Now, the series starts streaming on January 15th. Also presented were trailers for What If and Loki. Now, Loki will have Tom Hiddleston teaming up with Owen Wilson, who will play a member of the Time Variance Authority. Uh, Hawkeye was also discussed. Clint Barton returns with Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. Now, also confirmed for the show are Vera Farmagia, uh, Frey Fee, Tony Dalton, and Alcoya Cox. And, uh, the Marvel, Marvelous Mrs. Mar- Ms. Marvel will star Iman Villani as Kamala Khan. Now, WandaVision's Teona Paris will uh, also be on the show as a grown-up Monica Rambeau, and Villani's Khan will join Brie Larson for Captain Marvel 2, due in theaters on November 11th, 2022. She-Hulk sees uh, Tat- Tatiana Maslany's She-Hulk teaming up with her cousin, Mark Ruffalo's Br- Bruce Banner. Now, the show will also feature Tim Roth's Abomination. So, uh, we're getting some love for the uh, Hulk portion of the of the Marvel Universe, aren't we? Nick Fury, played, of course, by Samuel Jackson, joins up with the Skrull Talos, played by Ben Mendelsohn, and they'll team up for Secret Invasion, which will be a new series for uh, Disney+, Plus, of course. You know, if I don't mention it going to theaters, it's going to Disney+. Plus. Christian Bale will be joining Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, and Tessa Thompson for Thor Love and Thunder. Now, Bale will be playing the uh, character of Gore, the God Butcher. It's due out in theaters on May 5th, 5th, 2022. And this one was a big one. The Fantastic Four will finally 
get the MCU treatment. The movie will be directed by John Watts, the director of the previous two MCU Spider-Man movies. Now, no other details were given, but I think everyone, you know, has been waiting for this to arrive. That and, uh, of course, X-Men and the Mutants, but so far, they've been quiet on that end. Don Cheadle will put the armor back on as James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine, for the Armor Wars series. Now, this series asks, what happens to Tony Stark's armors when they fall into the wrong hands? Well, I'm guessing a lot of explosions. Yeah. Maybe some drinking. You know, this this is uh, what it is. Now, uh, James Gunn is making an original Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special for Disney Plus to air in 2022. Now, Guardians 3 is due in theaters in in, uh, 2023, so uh, expect a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, there will be a series of I Am Groot shorts for Disney Plus starring Vin Diesel as Groot. You know, that's kind of interesting. Wouldn't Wouldn't they just have to record him saying I am Groot like a thousand different ways and then just start replaying that over and over again would they really need him now uh, I was it was also announced that T'Challa will be recast in Black will not be recast in Black Panther 2 and that the sequel will quote explore the world of Wakanda and the rich characters introduced in the first film unquote now Yet there's uh, no word on if T'Challa will be alive or not, and not seen or dead in the movie. So uh, we're still waiting, waiting to see uh, what goes on there. It's due in theaters on July 8th of 2022. Ant-Man 3 has a title. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. We'll see director Peyton Reed, director and director Paul with Paul Rudd, Evelyn Lilly, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, and MCU newcomers Catherine Newton as Cassie Lang and Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. Hmm. You know, I still need to sit down and watch Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, what can I say? It's just, it's just there's there's so much on TV right now and and so many movies and so many projects. You know, I just haven't been able to get caught up. You know, that's a oversight on my part. Now, there were there was other Marvel news other than what came out of Disney Day. So uh, let's see what what's in this bag. Logan star Daphne Keene, in an interview with Elle magazine, was told that there was a possibility for her X twenty three character to get a spinoff sequel. Quote. I got told by some people at Fox that there might be another one, but this was ages ago when we were filming, and they haven't contacted me ever again. I feel like we're just at the beginning. There's more to be told, and it's a relay race. I come into play when they've already written and done pre-production and decide on doing the film. So as soon as they say go, I'll happily go whenever." Now, of course, it, it's unlikely to happen now. It, it's nice to think about what might have been, what could possibly be. So, uh, you know, keep your fingers crossed, I guess. Daredevil, number 25. Yes, we actually have comic news, folks. 
Daredevil, number 25, has sold out and is headed back for a second printing with brand new covers. Now, this issue saw Elektra stepping up for a jailed Matt Murdock as the brand new Daredevil. Writer Chip Zdarsky, in a statement, said, quote, But for real, I'm so grateful we're getting to tell these kind of stories and that the readers are there for it. Marco and Marcio are, produce, are producing career-defining art for this book, and we're get, just getting started. Daredevil, with Daredevil in 2021, it's going to take us to places no superhero comic has ever gone before, unquote. Now, I just mentioned the new Hawkeye series earlier in the segment. Well, the timeline, according to an image posted on Twitter, puts the year that it happens in as 2025. A store sign in the background says Happy New Year 2025. So that kind of narrows down that scene to December 2024, early 2025, somewhere in that uh, neck, of neck of the woods. So uh, it'll be interesting to uh, see uh, what time it actually is. Now, Marvel Comics is getting a hold of some of that Fox IP as they've uh, just announced that they will be making comics based on the movie Alien and uh, those characters. The first will be Alien Number 1, which comes out in March 2021 from writer Philip Kennedy Johnson with artists by Salvador La Roca, and will be, according to the synopsis, quote, the news story will feature a Wayland yutani mercenary, mercenary named Gabriel Cruz as he battles a deadly new breed of xenomorph with the survival of his child hanging in the balance. No stranger to infusing horror with the classic Marvel storytelling, Philip Kenny Johnson must, must most recently shocked viewers, readers, in the terrifying Marvel Zombies, Zombies Resurrection series, unquote. Hmm. Alien. Now that, that, that'll be interesting, you know, remember that you, the comics used to be made by Dark Horse. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what uh, Marvel Comics can do with the same property. Now, Marvel has a new show on SiriusXM that is being called a podcast, but it's exclusive to SiriusXM, so uh, calling it a podcast is rather debatable. You know, not not to get off point here, but if it doesn't have, if it's not out via an, an RSS feed, it's really not a podcast. But I digress. Um, the series called Marvel's Declassified is a new nonfiction show which will dive into the multiple angles of Marvel's history from a contemporary point of view. The first episode of the 10-episode season is out now. Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus, last seen in Spider-Man 2, will be coming back for the third Spider-Man movie, according to sources telling The Hollywood Reporter. Now, this, along with Jamie Foxx's unconfirmed Electro, might see Spider-Man meeting the multiverse this time around. Now, maybe they should include Miles Morales in this new movie as well. The new PS5 console's launch month has a number one game with Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Now, the game beat out Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War to claim the title in November. Now, everything I've heard about that game is good. Too bad I'll never play it. I don't play PlayStation, or Xbox for that matter. Again, I got no time. Marvel-related series Hellstrom will be a one-and-done series with uh, on Hulu as the streamer has announced that it's canceled. Uh, 
the Horror Tinge series. Uh, Hellstrom followed Damon and Anna Hellstrom, who were trying to track down their serial killer father. Now, though it was based on a Marvel property, the producers insisted that wasn't tied to the MCU. You know, I bet you they wish they would have kept those ties to the MCU, because maybe they would have lasted longer than a season. Just saying. But uh, that's all the Marvel news for right now. Let's check in and see what the distinguished competition is doing. We begin DC Comic News with uh, every new Warner Brothers movie being released the same day on HBO Max in 2021. Now, Anne Sarnoff, the chair and CEO of Warner Media Studios and Networks Group, said in a statement, quote, We're living in unprecedented times which call for creative solutions, including this new initiative for the Warner Brothers Pictures Group. Now, no one wants films back on the big screen more than we do. We know new content is the lifeblood of theatrical exhibition, but we have to balance this with the reality that most theaters in the U.S. will likely operate at reduced capacity through 2021. Now, with this unique one-year plan, we can support our partners in exhibition with a steady pipeline of world-class films, while also giving moviegoers who may not have access to theaters or aren't quite ready to go back to the movies, the chance to see our amazing 2021 films. We see it as a win-win for film lovers and exhibitors, and we're extremely grateful to our filmmaking partners for working with us on this innovative response to these circumstances. The movies coming out next year are uh, both on HBO Max and in theaters, are Mortal Kombat on January 15th, The Little Things on January 29th, Tom and Jerry on on March 5th, The Many Saints of Newark on March 12th, Godzilla vs. Kong on May 21st, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It on June 4th, In the Heights on June 18th, Space Jam, A New Legacy on July 16th, The Suicide Squad on August 6th, King Richard on November 19th, The Matrix 4 on December 22nd, and a few others that didn't have release dates. That's like two or three others. Now, I can I can see both sides here. I can see why theaters would be worried. But, you know, here here's the thing. Why not if if you if you really want to help theaters out right now, go into the theater and just buy some popcorn and and leave. You know, they make most of their money from concessions anyway. So, you know, go Get get some popcorn and a drink, you know, and leave. You don't have to buy a movie movie ticket, but at least you know give them a little business. You know, I'm just saying. The Snyder cut of Justice League will be released in a few months, according to the Warner Media CEO, in a blog post on the future of HBO Max. Uh, CEO Kilar said, "Quote." And on the subject of HBO Max, there are so many amazing HBO original series and Max originals I'm excited about. The Tiger Woods HBO documentary arriving in January is incredible, and this little thing called Zack Snyder's Justice League coming in a few months as well. Unquote. Now, I assume they're going to give us a concrete release date until they're absolutely sure Snyder is done. Which, who knows when that is. You know, could be today, could be tomorrow, could be, you know, June, 
for all we know. But uh, we can just you know take it for what it is that it will be out in 2021. The Joker's fedora, worn by Jack Nicholson in 1989's Batman, has sold at auction for $50,200. Wish you had that hat, didn't you? The hat was part of a huge memorabilia auction at PropStore.com. Now, other things sold were uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, that's Ewan McGregor's lightsaber from Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. It brought in 201000 a mechanical alien head from the original Alien, which sold for 83750 Maverick's uh, bomber jacket from Top Gun, which sold for 67000 a Jairus crystal ball from uh, the Labyrinth, from movie Labyrinth, along with other items, sold for a combined 26800 Neo's costume from The Matrix Reloaded, which was sold for 83750 uh, Joker's... Uh, Necktie from The Dark Knight, which sold for $21,755. And uh, Katniss Everdeen's costume from The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, which sold for $8,375. Now, there were more than 900 items up for sale. Ava DuVernay will be working with the DC Universe. The director of Selma and The Wrinkle in Time will be tackling the DC Comics drama Naomi for The CW. The comic was written by Brian Michael Bendis and David F. Walker and was illustrated by Jamal Campbell. It tells the story of a young woman with a unique hero's journey. The CW version is being written and execs produced by DuVernay and Jill Blankenship and follows a teen girl's journey from her small northwestern town to the heights of the multiverse. With a supernatural event, when a supernatural event rattles her hometown, Naomi sets out to uncover its origins. What she discovers will challenge everything people believe about superheroes. Now, the series is part of DuVernay's Array Filmworks overall deal with Warner Bros. Television, and should it go to series, it would mark the first DC series not produced by Greg Berlanti. That would be fascinating. The Hollywood Reporter has broken the news that Blacklist writer Kat Vasco has been hired to write a feature based on Plastic Man. The project has been simmering for a couple of years now and was originally going to be a comedic action adventure based on the character. But sources to The Hollywood Reporter say that it has been changed to a female-led vehicle. Now, it's unknown if that means that the name will change to Plastic Woman instead, or maybe uh, Plastic Man is, is kind of there... But it's being told from a woman's perspective. Who knows? Uh, I guess we'll just have to, you know, wait and find out. Could the airing of Swamp Thing on the CW have caused DC Comics to commission a brand new Swamp Thing comic book series? Who knows? However, the new series, which will spin out of the Future State Swamp Thing miniseries, will launch in March from the creative team of Ram V who will be writing it, and Mike Perkins, who will be drawing it. Now, Future State is the line-wide event that will replace the normal superhero comic book line for the January and February uh, months, and will be set in DC Multiverse's future. Ram V added on Twitter to the news saying, quote, Mike, Sp- Mike Spicer will be doing the colors, and Aditya Betkar will be doing letters. Hmm. You know, I've 
I should, you know, I, I think Swamp Thing is an interesting character, especially you know the old Alan Moore stuff. That that would be interesting. So you know, maybe we'll have to check this out. The Dark Knight has been added to the National Film Registry. The Library of Congress has chosen it as one of 25 films that will be inducted this time around. The films chosen are selected based on their, quote, cultural, historic, or aesthetic importance to the nation's film heritage. The 2020 titles included blockbusters, musicals, silent films, documentaries, and diverse stories transferred from books to screen. They bring the number of films selected to preservation at, in the registry to 800. Now, a fraction of the 1.3 million films in the library's collection, unquote. Among uh, other films also selected for this honor this time are A Clockwork Orange, Grease, The Blues Brothers, The Joy Luck Club, Shrek, and The Hurt Locker. What a interesting uh, selection of films. Now, let's go on to the geek news. Now, we're going to dig back into that deep Disney well of news that came from that uh, big Investor's Day news drop. Disney has announced that its new animated film, Raya and the Last Dragon, will be out on Disney Plus for the premium price of $30. Now, it drops on March 5th, and... uh, not much else was released, was was known about it. So I suppose we'll get more probably in the next month. Big Hero 6, Zootopia, The Princess and the Frog, and Moana will all be getting Disney Plus shows. The Big Hero 6 show will focus on Baymax. The show Zootopia Plus will focus on the residents of the burgeoning metropolis. The Princess and the Frog show is called Tiana and will explore New Orleans. And the Moana show will dive deeper into the mythology of the islands. Moana will be out in 2023. The rest will hit the streamer in 2022. Lin-Manuel Miranda is bringing Enchanto to the service next fall. The animated musical takes place in Colombia where a magical family lives in a magical home. It's directed by Byron Howard and Jared Bush, co-directed and co-written by Carice Castro-Smith, with music written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. This is will be Disney's 60th animated feature. Pixar has a, lo- has a lot coming out. The new movie Soul will be out on Disney Plus on Christmas Day, but so will the new Pixar shorts called Burrow, as well as five more episodes of Inside Pixar. But there are more Pixar shows in 2021 uh, and the following years, Doug Days follows the Golden Retriever Doug from the movie Up. Lightning McQueen and Mater will have a new show in 2022. 2023, we'll see an original series called Win or Lose, which follows a middle school co-ed softball team. Now, each episode centers on a different character's perspective of the same events. Also in the works is Pixar's Turning Red, which follows a teen with an unusual problem. When she gets excited, she turns into a giant red panda. And I bet hilarity ensues. It hits theaters in March of 2022. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers is getting a live-action animated hybrid movie from the Lonely Islands' Akiva Schaefer. 
Now, the animated monks will be voiced by John Mulaney, who will play Chip, and Andy Samberg as Dale. Uh, you know, I realize this is this this kind of thing is not for me, so your mileage may vary. For me, uh, I'll probably pass on that. Toy Story fans can also get hyped up for uh, the new in-universe movie Lightyear, which stars the human version of Buzz Lightyear. This time, Buzz Lightyear will be voiced by Chris Evans. Hmm. You know that 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 I really would will be interested to see. Now they also announced a live-action remake of Pin- Pinocchio and Peter Pan. Peter and Wendy will be directed by David Lowery and will feature Yara Shadi as Tinkerbell and Jude Law as Captain Hook, with Ever Anderson as Wendy and Alexander Maloney as Peter. Pinocchio stars Tom Hanks as Geppetto and Alan Cumming as Honest John and will be directed by Robert Zemeckis. Both are due on Disney Plus sometime after 2021. Tom Hanks can do no wrong, so I'm betting the Pinocchio live-action will be pretty good. Let's face it, it's Tom Hanks. Also also coming out will be a sequel to the movie Enchanted called Disenchanted. And uh, Fox also has some stuff. Now, uh, the Fox-owned Blue Sky Animation, which is now, of course, a Disney-owned company, We'll be making a new Night at the Museum movie, as well as a new installment of Ice Age. And finally, uh, Willow Warwick and, and uh, Willow Warwick Davis will be back as the title character with John M. Chu directing. Now Chu will also be a will doing a reboot of Swiss Family Robinson with Ronald D. Moore as well. Yeah. That's uh will be that will be interesting. You know, I remember seeing the original Swiss Family Robinson. Uh, it was a Christmas movie one year in uh, grade school. So uh, you can imagine they brought us all into the gym to watch this, and we sat on the floor and watched this movie, which seemed to last forever. But it was a pretty good movie. And uh, that's that. Let's let's see what else we have in here that is not from that uh, Disney drop. Well, here's something that is Disney. Disney has announced that Radio Disney will be shuttering in early 2021 after 25 years on the air, laying off 36 employees. Now, the original Radio Disney studio, KRDC-AM, in Los Angeles will be sold as well. Disney has decided to put all their focus on television instead. Well, that that might be for the best. You know, do you really hear kids going going, you know, ape over Radio Disney these days? You know, most of them most of them are, you know, face down in in their uh, mother's cell phone at the at the grocery store anyway. A wife has forced her husband to sell his PlayStation 5 after she discovered it wasn't an air purifier, as he claimed. The story comes out of Taiwan. A buyer came across this PlayStation 5 being sold at a low price on Facebook. Now, when he asked why it was being sold for such a low price, the original owner said, quote, 
It turns out the, that women can tell the difference between a PS5 and an air filter, unquote. Wouldn't you just like to be the fly on the wall when this lie was discovered? You know, she probably came over and, and put her put her hand out. You said this wasn't air. You she said this was an air filter. Uh, uh, yeah. You, you hear the fan running? Yeah, I'm sure that guy is probably in the doghouse. Anyway, Oscar Isaac will star as Solid Snake in Sony's Metal Gear Solid movie based on the video game. Now, the film has uh, Kong Skull Island's Jordan Voigt Roberts directing, with Derek Connolly writing the script. DreamWorks is adapting Dave Pilkey's Dogman comic series into an animated movie. Now, the comic follows canine superhero Dogman and his team of super buddies. Pilkey is uh, best known for his previous series, Captain Underpants, which was also turned into an animated film. Crunchyroll has been sold to Sony's Funimation for $1.175 billion. Now, AT&T has had the anime streamer up for sale for a few months now. Crunchyroll has a subscriber base of about 3 million subscription VOD subscribers and some 90 million registered users across more than 200 countries and territories. Now, it has 1,000 titles and 30,000 episodes. Now, it's unclear if uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation will stay as kind of separate streaming entities or will be combined. You know, perhaps uh, they can combine the name Crunchy Mation? Funeral? Maybe not. Well, we close uh, as, as we do so many times remember, remembering someone who has passed on. Tonight, we remember actor David Lander, who is best known for playing Squiggy on Laverne and Shirley. He passed away December 4th at Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles from complications related to multiple sclerosis, which he had been battling for the past 37 years. David's acting credits include the movies 1941, Used Cars, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, A League of Their Own, Tom and Jerry the Movie, A Bug's Life, The Iron Giant, Scary Movie, Titan A.A.E., Dr. Doolittle 2, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, Christmas with the Cranks, and the direct-to-video Green Lantern, First Flight. His television credits include Love American Style, The Bob Newhart Show, Ruda, Barney Miller, Happy Days, The Love Boat, Highway to Heaven, Galaxy High, Matlock, A Garfield Christmas, Married with Children, Star Trek The Next Generation, Freddy's Nightmares, Head of the Class, Disney's Tailspin, A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, Twin Peaks, Camp, Camp Candy, Batman, the animated series, Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills, Saturday Night Live, Dream On, Homeboys in Our Space, The Tick, Superman, the animated series, Pacific Blue, Johnny Bravo, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Oswald, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, The Garfield Show, SpongeBob SquarePants, and many, many more. He truly was everywhere. He had, you know, a length of acting credits as long as, you know, longer than my arm, pretty much. You know, so he will be missed. He is survived by his wife, Kathy Fields Lander, and his daughter, Natalie Lander. David Lander was 73 years old. And that will bring us to the end of the comic book news for this uh, week. Now, be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter 
at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to uh, contribute to the podcast, please visit mtpodcast.com to go to the coffee, Patreon, and glow.fm links, or go to multiversetonight.com and hit the support me link that is at the top of the page. And while you're there, check out the affiliate marketplace links, a uh, link to the T Public store. We have a brand new logo up there now, uh, our show notes, and so much more. And if you're a, sub- a subscriber, be sure to share it with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to subscribe. You know, leave leave us with some feedback. Let us know how how I'm doing. You know. Now, special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse tonight. Now we'll be taking a break for new, the New Year's holiday. And we'll be back with a brand new episode of the comic book edition on January 15th. Unless a huge story breaks, you know, DC Comics goes under, you know, something terrible happens. Yeah. The Marvel Universe disappears. Something like that. Uh, So watch your feeds. You know, I'll let you know. Now, please be a good, a good person. Exit the universe in an orderly fashion, wear your mask, say good night, and have a happy have have a happy new year's. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half Baked Genre Productions, copyright 2020. All rights reserved.